Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of The Walk It Off Show with Candy and Ryan. I'm Ryan and I'm joined as always by the wonderful and awesome Candy. Hello. And it is post-Thanksgiving, so hopefully everyone had a blessed Thanksgiving and you all let go of your green bean casserole stress and (laughs) enjoyed delicious turkey. We had uh, a great time with uh, family in... I say extended family came from Colorado and it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. A couple turkeys, breads, pies, the whole kit and caboodle. So, but we are here uh, this week talking about another fan suggestion of date night and the importance of it, and we'll share some tips, tricks, hints, ideas. Uh, I'm not going to say hacks because. Yeah, hacks are hacks are dumb. Uh, <laughs> but we'll share what we've done we're just over the not years. That cliche. Yeah, we're not that old or that that hip anyway. <laughs> um, so the importance of date night throughout your relationship, like when you first meet and you want to go out on a date, you're, I'll say normally, you're going to be dressing up nicer. You're going to be going to, you know, you're going to be doing a lot more. Going to Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> bowling later on. Some movies. Maybe some fancy dinners. But it's you're, you're getting to know that significant other. Well, then once you have them trapped for umpteen years, you don't get to just sit back on your haunches and be like, well, you know, she's mine now, so I'm date her no more. She's my old lady. You still need to date your wife. Wives, you still need to date your husbands. As hairy and gross and smelly as we are. Because there needs to be that, I'll say, reignition of that connection. Especially if you haven't gone out for a while, then you really need to. And that's, keep that up. And we have prioritized date night from before we had kids... Because then, like, really any night we could go out and do what we want. But then you have kids and you get to... How do I want to word it? You you have to prioritize when you're going to go. And depending on what you like, what you want, those date nights can be a whole menagerie of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, I really have enjoyed our speed dates that we've done. Um, our daughter's done ballet and singing and whatnot for a number of years. And I'm sure we've talked about this before, but run out and grab a beer or two. A cup of coffee's awesome. Uh, we've gone for just a simple walk while we've been on 75 hard or doing our 365k. Just go for a walk and chit chat about your day. Mm-hmm. Tell your wife how much you like your butt. it doesn't have to be some formal event and this you know massive thing to be a date night those are great too candy what are what are your thoughts as i hog the microphone for the first four minutes of this well i would like to share the verse of the day early just for your sake um, Ecclesiastes 9.9, live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. 
The wife God gives you is a reward for all of your earthly toil. Lots of toil. <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Yep. Or what can I say except... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty great. My well, and like this toils. is date night. Yeah, really, it's just really <laughs> centering your mindset on okay, what is grounding us? Because really, gr- date night or whatever you want to call it, that connection, that is the piece that grounds you. That's when, like today, we went and got a Christmas tree, and I'm like, you go ahead, you and Addie go ahead and go look and see what you can find. I'll stay here with Mason, who was just laying on the ground, doing the whole, I can't get up. My legs are dying. <laughs> After like 30 steps. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I can't get up. And so I'm like, you go ahead and I'll stay here. Well then, like 30 minutes later, I'm like, where did he go? But I, he just kept wandering in the woods, into the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, he's gone. Like, I don't know. So we're like hollering for him, nothing. Hollered again, nothing. And I think if we didn't have our continual like grounding of, you know, he's not going to leave me and go off into the woods. I mean, he might go get eaten, but those chances are fairly slim. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I didn't hear any noises. He's care. probably fine. I'm more likely to get eaten because I have smaller morsels with me. And so I'm like, okay, it's it's okay. And, you know, eventually he came out dragging a tree and it was fine. But I think if we hadn't had that grounding of, you know, he's not going to leave me. <laughs> We're we're in this together. I have the kids. He has the tree. He definitely has a better end of this deal. But we have that. And so having that continual grounding in your relationship where you're like, okay, that person's got my back. And I think especially when you have kids, I know we talk a lot about that, but we have them. So we talk about it. Sorry if you don't. You're welcome. I don't know. But you have those kids and they're against you all the time and they hate your guts. And so you have to always go back to someone who's got your back in that relationship. And if you guys are in, what did I say? Toiling, earthly toiling Mm. with each other, then suffering. Yeah. (laughs) Long suffering. It's a whole different story. (laughs) Long suffering is for sure a thing, but you have that relationship together. So you, you're in it, you have somebody that's got your back. So number one thing is make sure that you've got each other's back. Like that's gonna, you need that time together and that's to build the trust Mm -hmm. to know you've got each other's back. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a three-piece suit and formal wear. Those times are great and we've had those times. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had, you know, sunset, we were supposed to have sunset dinner cruises that were not Mm. on the cruise that were just in the port we've had beautiful parking lot view i could see beautiful yep (laughs) like oh look at that (laughs) um and you know two really awesome like 
prime rib dinner where we got engaged and it was everybody gives us crap because like oh no that was the best prime rib ever like oh no it was just the situation like oh no you you don't understand it was the best prime rib ever delicious i've been chasing that same quality of prime rib Uh which i'll say i've made some good ones yeah dad made some good ones oh yeah but yep that that prime rib that they did was good and those owners only or i should say the kitchen manager and whatnot they were only there for that year so Mm -hmm. we we threaded the needle on that one for for sneaking in that time frame but yep and it's really that it's face-to-face time whatever that face-to-face time is Mm -hmm. if it's face-to-face time going for a walk or face-to-face time sitting here recording this podcast for you Mm -hmm. like we do this every week not because we like to torture ourselves or torture our whole 12 listeners. Just kidding. Um, but we we enjoy it, so we keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And we would feel bad if we just all of a sudden stopped doing it, even though maybe some people would appreciate it. I don't know. But um, spending that face-to-face time, whether it be whatever it is that you're doing. I think doing new things together is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Krav Maga together for the first time. We've done dance lessons together. Yep. Um, I don't know. What else the, have we done? We've done lots of stuff. The pop-up paint parties, we did those, mm-hmm. which Candy's a way better artist. Um, I can paint walls really well. Um, but yeah, painting canvas and starry nights and all that, it's it's a little trickier for me. Mm-hmm. But Candy does an amazing job. Um Let's see, what else? I mean, even like painting the house. We painted our office one time. Uh We took a six-pack of beer with us and hung out, painted my office, and it was a grand old time. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, don't get so wrapped up in the what and forget about the why. And the who. And the who, exactly. Um, So being able to spend that time, it's just time. Like, you're spending that time... Regardless of whether you're doing it intentionally or not. Mm-hmm. So spend it with the person you care about and build that connection rather than just sitting there zoning out in front of Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like we talk a lot of crap about Netflix and I think that Netflix sitting and watching a movie together or something has its place. But if that's the only thing you ever do, you're not going to have that connection you're going to miss out on so much stuff because you're spending so much time vegging. Well, I just want to veg out in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're vegging away your whole life. Pretty soon, your life's going to be over and all you ever did was sit in front of the TV every single night watching TV. And you don't even know who that person is on the other side of the couch by the end of it. You've just wasted that time. You look over and you're like, oh shit, dude, you got old. I didn't notice that because you were not embracing those moments along the way so then you're unhappy because oh crap that person on the other side of the couch got old and you didn't notice you didn't do it together because you didn't do it together so doing that stuff together i mean we're feeling it we went and hiked up into the woods today to get a christmas tree so we're both really tired our legs hurt we're like uh but you know we're pushing that big old four zero, and so <laughs> we're feeling it mm-hmm. but we are feeling it together and we know that because we didn't just spend the last 15 years just sitting and vegging in front of the TV, not paying attention to what was happening around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I think, too, a big thing if you're going to go and do stuff together, 
all the little things are awesome, and that's you know the the mortar that holds the whole relationship together. But make you know get those big old cinder block pieces that are you know trips to for us the tri- you know our trips to Florida, mm-hmm. uh, trips to Arizona, our ten year anniversary to Las Vegas was a great time. We saw some shows. We went on the world's largest Ferris wheel, um, and I think uh, that trip we didn't even. St- spend any money over gambling wise Mm-mm. and like we were there for almost a week mm-hmm. and it was a great time um we've gone on uh train rides in arizona deep sea fishing in florida it's all stuff we've done together we ran 5ks together in florida mm-hmm. we've gone and done all this you know big things together granted not as much as others we were talking with some people this weekend about their you know three week uh, cruise and whatnot, their trip in Europe and was primarily in like Greece and uh, let's see, Italy and there were a couple other places they went and I don't remember. I remember Mykonos just because it's a cool word to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like they've they've traveled a whole lot more but they're, you know, more seasoned of a couple than we are but that's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I... If we take a cr- uh, cruise to Greece, I got a guy. I'm going to make a phone call. Mm-hmm. But I think planning those big things, and even if it's just once every couple of years, like, hey, we are going to go to Mexico next year. You know, plan it spring break for the kiddos so that we don't have to worry about pulling them out of school, and we're just going to go to Mexico for a week. Or mm-hmm. maybe Alaska and do a cruise and some fishing and whatnot up there, whatever it is. Plan some big things so you have big goals to look forward to, but don't miss out on just going and grabbing a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Like Put your phone down. Mm-hmm. Spend actual time talking to each yeah. other. Figure out what each other's goals are. Don't just talk about the kids. That's a really easy topic mm-hmm. because they're there or the bills or, you know, even retirement, I feel like, would be an acceptable topic because yeah, you're planning and doing it together. But mm-hmm. don't make it just about money. You know what? What are our goals and how are we going to get there? And we very rarely talk about money. Maybe we should talk about money more. I don't know, but we we just don't talk about it too much. We you know we're maybe a little too reactive when it comes to money. But that's not our center. That's not what's that's not what keeps us moving forward or holds us back. It's just a thing that's there mm-hmm. that's sometimes irritating and not enough of it. But we work through those things together. Yep. And it's a tool. Yeah. And, you know, being able to spend having fun together, no matter what you're doing, you should be having fun together. It's making dinner together, dealing with your, your little poop head kids whatever it is it should be fun because you're you have to live that life together and is it always fun is it always fun for us no and sometimes we get on each other's nerves and sometimes we're irritating and annoying ryan likes to touch me when i don't want to be touched (laughs) it's my love language (laughs) and me just sitting here waiting for my acts of service but um you you have to work through those things because it just it goes too fast it just really does and you don't know 
you don't know what's going to come next. You could have something, you know, tragic happen. We've had tragic things happen. We've had things we've had to work through. And if you don't have those little tidy pieces and also those big cornerstone things to anchor yourself to, also having God in the center of your relationship is very important. Um, That's something that we've kind of learned and developed and we're still learning and developing. But it's all of those little pieces and having grace and love and forgiveness for each other because your spouse, he's going to do stupid stuff. I'm going to say he because obviously women, we are perfect. But he's going to mess up. He's not going to read your mind. Everything that you want him to do, he's not always going to do it. And number one thing is he's not going to read your mind. You just need to say it. Hey, could you please help with the laundry? Ryan vacuumed yesterday. I had to go to, or, yeah, yesterday. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go to work, and so I got home, and he was vacuuming the stairs. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. So that time, I didn't have to tell him anything. He had been trained. It was good. It was about time. <laughs> Only took 15 All years. these years. Fine. No, just kidding. But... You have to have grace for the times that your spouse, whether it's him or her, falls short. Like we've talked about it before, walk in the door like you're not that your spouse is not always going to be able to give you 100 percent. But, um, you know, I heard this thing on a podcast. I don't even remember which one, but um, they said, you know, how much of a percentage do you feel like you need to give to have a good relationship? People were like, well, you know, 80-20 or 50-50. Each person has to bring 50% to make that relationship work. He's like, no, you need to bring 100%. You have to bring 100% to that relationship or it's not going to work because you have to be willing to give everything to make it work Mm -hmm. and not expect anything in return. Because if you're always looking for what you can get out of it or what you're missing out of it, I was talking about that earlier, like, oh, we just spend so much time looking at what we don't have or what we wish we had rather than looking at what we do have. And maybe you're still looking with a great expectation of, oh, I like we want to finish our basement. Mm-hmm. We want to build a master bedroom down there. And, you know, have our sex swing and everything. Just kidding. I'm not kidding. And um, so we were all this stuff. And so, um, but we can still look around at what we have right now and be happy about those things. Like, do we have the space for the things that we want in our master bedroom right now? Maybe not. But we can enjoy it anyways. Mm -hmm. And we can enjoy those pieces that we have. And so taking every piece of your life that you have and enjoying all of those little pieces is going to make you happy. Whereas all if you're all the things you're looking for is all the pieces you don't have or all the things that you're lacking, you're always going to be lacking. No matter what you have, there's always going to be lack because you are never satisfied with what you have. Yeah, keeping up with the Joneses and all your stuff isn't going to... Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's like sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. But there's always lack in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a bigger house than we had 15 years ago. Uh-huh. 
And there's pieces that we still miss from that house. There's still things that we miss from our trailer Mm -hmm. that we had when we first got together. But if you're always looking for that, that's exactly what you're going to find. Just like if you are always looking for all the blessings that you have and the things that God's given you, that's what you're going to have. It's it's all in how you perceive your blessings. Mm Mm-hmm. You can have blessings all around you. You could be up to your ears and blessings and miss it because you're so busy focusing on the things you don't have because you're never going to have everything and you're certainly never going to have everything if you're focused on the things you don't have. Like, if you're always focusing on the fact that you don't have a big black dog, then you're never going to have a... Then if you don't have a big black dog, you're never going to have a big black dog. Okay, my dog is orange. Well, you have an orange dog, but you don't have a big black one. So, whoop, sorry. Mm -hmm. Sucks to suck. So, you know, focus on what you do have. Focus on the things that you're you're grateful for in your spouse. Um, And that's hard to do sometimes because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so annoyed about this. Well, focus on what you're not annoyed about. And chances are you're going to forget about the things you are annoyed about. Because I have to practice this a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I'm pretty annoying. <laughs> Shut up. Sometimes um, I'm even irritating. Yes, definitely irritating. Sometimes <laughs> annoying. Um, so really just to beat a dead horse, focus on what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Um, look for things. It, it Make a list. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do is pray for Ryan and thank God for the things I'm grateful for in him. And when I do that, I can't think of anything bad because I'm so focused on all the things that are good because there's always things that are good. Even if you have a rough relationship, looking for those things that are good. Again, we're not telling you to stay in an abusive relationship. If you're having you know if you're being hurt or your kids are being hurt you need to get out of there that's a totally different thing but if your relationship isn't all that you thought it was cracked up to be finding a new relationship isn't going to fix that Mm -hmm. yeah don't don't always chase that new relationship the the bright light that burns really hot and heavy in the beginning of relationship the spark as some people call it because that spark and that hot and intense of a relationship can only burn for so long and last so long. Because mm-hmm. you're going to get the flu even, and you're not going to feel good, so that spark is going to be sick. It's going to need some, you know, a nice warm blanket and some hot tea and a whole bunch of cold medicine to help it get through this. And if is that where you're going to just ditch out? Or they're going to have a stressful day at work and they're not going to be in the mood for going clubbing. Figure out what, you know, a good 60-watt bulb. And then every now and again, you're going to put in the the brighter bulb and go on a nice, you know, hot, sexy date night, an awesome trip somewhere. Mm -hmm. Then it can burn and re, you know, that that heat Mm -hmm. from that that spark again can, can carry you during the the lower times but also keeping that you know fire burning with these little date nights that we're talking about is is what's going to carry you onward 
Mm-hmm. Well, and like the grass might be greener on the other side, or you might think the grass is greener on the other side, but it's still just grass. It's greener where you water it. Well, and grass still needs watered, still needs sunshine, and just because it's greener right now doesn't mean it's going to stay that way if you don't water it. Mm-hmm. And again, it's still just grass. So, you know, unless unless you're going to make it something other than grass, you're going to zero-scape it or something, <laughs> then it's just going to stay grass. So figuring out how to make your yard the best yard on the block is what you need to focus on, not what the neighbor's yard looks like or the magazine's neighbor looks like or whatever. Mm-hmm. So focusing on that really good stuff and how you can cultivate your yard to be the greenest. All right. Well, I already said the verse of the day. So thank you guys all so much for listening to the Walk It Off show. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share with your friends. Um, We love any feedback. We've enjoyed the feedback that we got for these last couple of episodes. Um, You can reach us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com and on Instagram at thewalkitoffshow. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you've got to do to overcome challenges every day. Hope you have a wonderful week.